One Emotional Podcast, Conversations for Inspiration on the Go. We offer on-the-go inspiration because our whole heart is set on beauty and our best bets are set on art. Hi Liz, how are you? Welcome to One Emotional Podcast. Hi, thank you. Thanks for the invite. I'm so excited. <laughs> this beautiful woman that I have in front of me, she's amazing. Um, she has set the intention really early in her life that everything that she does is with the intention of reconnecting people with our own souls so that we all remember who we really are and the, limit, the limitless power that we all have. She does it through different practices and tools like meditation, spiritual ceremonies, workshops, courses, and talks, and to help raise the level of consciousness in humanity. She also works as a strategic coach for different wellness businesses, focusing her work on helping shift the paradigm at work back to the self, back into becoming, you know, seeing kind of like that shift of, of being not self-centered, but, you know, putting the importance on the self because that's yeah. where magic starts happening, right? And she's a co-founder of Wholeness Co. and Universe Podcast. Amazingly, I love your uh, bio and I love the information about you. And I can't, you know, wait to start with this question. How can we remember who we really are? How can we be aligned with our mission or with our passion in life? Well, that's a really important question. Thanks for asking that. Um, that's a question actually that I've keep um, asking to myself every day because what I think is that uh, sometimes in life we uh, forget about who we really are because of all of these programs and all of the things that society tell us that we should be or that we should follow you know uh, or everything that our family uh, was used to do or you know uh, the educational system that we were born into or whatever uh but sometimes we just forget our own essence so um my my first um tip here would be uh go back to what you really love to do right so uh i i keep asking myself every day what do i love to do what gives me peace where am I the most um, fulfilled? Where, where do I feel the most happy, the most passionate about, you know? Because sometimes as we grow, uh, we, we transform ourselves too, right? And, and sometimes we uh, keep um, changing what also we want, but the essence is back there. But if you combine your essence with the evolution and the transformation in the path that you're going through, then you have like magic. You create magic because at, at the same time, you are evolving with your own essence and following the path that your heart tells you uh, to follow. So um, to, to answer your question in a summary, I would say, go back to yourself, ask yourself, what do I really love to do? Where am I the most happiest person in the world? Where do I feel the most expanded? Uh, and then there you go. Just follow your hunch, you follow your heart, and then uh, keep the paths that are opening to you there. Mm -hmm. And what mm -hmm. happens, for example, when we get really confused and we sometimes kind of like mix the needs and wants of other people and we adopt mm. as a needs and wants of ourselves, And sometimes we might think that, you know, something that we think brings us happiness, sometimes actually brings happiness to a family member, or sometimes brings happiness to the culture we were raised or to our brothers and sisters. How can we clarify? Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a really good question too. Uh, what I would say again is keep asking yourself, keep questioning yourself where does this come from? Is this really for me? Is this really my heart talking or, or is this something I learned and that someone else wants for me? You know, sometimes the expectations that we have inside of us is the expectation of another one that, you know, like, uh, uh, you should do this and you are so good at this. For example, you will, you will be the most amazing doctor or artist in the world. You know, uh, you are so good at this and, and you're like, okay, yes, maybe I'm good. And you do it 
but because your mom or dad or brother, whatever, whoever um, told you that this is something that you should work on, you, you know? And sometimes it's just a, a really fine line where we sometimes say, oh yes, that's, that's my path, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then if we pause for a second and we reflect every time, if, if you get confused because the confusion is an emotion that you can feel and if you hear that and if you stop and you make a pause and then you say, okay, I'm confused, where does this confusion come from? Is this really uh, something that I want or is this something that I thought I wanted, right? Um, so if you go to the root cause that created that uh, confusion, you know, so go back to where that emotion or that doubt uh, is coming from, then you are okay. Then you can uh, realize if it's really you talking or if it's really you guiding you. And if it's not, then it's another one. And every time, like most of the time, the confusion comes from it's not yours. Mm-hmm. It's something that is um, in 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 confrontation with, for to say a word uh, with your own self, mm-hmm. right? So uh, every time you uh, follow your path, every time you follow your heart and your own guidance, then there's no space for confusion. Maybe there's fear, yes, because sometimes, and that's important to say, because sometimes being me, allowing myself to be who we, who we really are is scary. Because again, because the society and all these programs uh, told us what we should do or how we should look like or what we should do for work, whatever, no? So sometimes to, uh, to get rid of all those programs or tags that we've created for ourselves um, create sometimes fear. But if you transcend it, then you'll just allow peace and allow new paths and opportunities for you to be who you really are. Mm-hmm. Totally. And something that I would add on is once that you identify it, if, it, if it's coming from you or if it's coming from someone else, I think we have to decide in this, in this world, right? If we are faithful to ourselves, sometimes we tend to be unfaithful to people around us, right? Mm-hmm. If we're faithful to everybody else, then most of the time we will be unfaithful to us. And we need to choose what's more important to be faithful to us or, or faithful to maybe our parents, right? Because maybe our parents could expect something about us and that's what made them happy, right? Mm-hmm. So not necessarily what makes us happy. And it requires a lot of courage to stand out, right? To, to step up and, you know, kind of like in the sense of like coming out of the closet, right? With your own identity, right? Whatever that is, whatever the career you're choosing, whatever, you know, the, the lifestyle that you want to have, whatever gender you want to have, right? And being able right. to step out because you are in true connection with yourself, right? Yeah. In that point, I would say that uh, every time you're faithful to you, you you are faithful to others because at one point there is no others, mm-hmm. right? We are one. Mm-hmm. So there's an illusion here that, um, I have to prioritize others' needs or others' things that want that they want for me, but that's not true. The priority is you, and and, and being and realizing your your priority. Then from there, you are faithful to you, and you're faithful to the rest, mm-hmm. to everyone, because you came to be you. The universe doesn't make any uh, mistakes, right? You have your talents, your gifts, your uniqueness. And every time you embrace that, the whole uh, self that you are, then you're giving uh, the whole world the opportunity to grow, to evolve. And that, and that includes your father, your mother, your grandparents, your um, partner, whoever, you know? So being faithful to you is being faithful to everyone, mm-hmm. I would say. But for example, what happens if maybe there's a person that comes out from a family that, I don't know, it's expected of this person to become a lawyer and this person mm-hmm. actually wants to become an artist. 
and the parents don't let him and it's like no 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 you can't be an artist it's important for you to be a lawyer because you've been in many generations of lawyers in your family and because it's a fantastic way to earn your living or whatever excuse they can give what can you say to that person i would say uh stop listening to others and listen to you first go back to your heart and follow your dreams there's nothing that can stop you for being who you really came to be if you allow yourself and, and have the courage to transcend all these uh, talks from other people. Actually, I have uh, a lot of people that ask me those kind of questions in um, healing sessions, or I actually do a workshop uh, to find out your purpose in life. And uh, I would ask, I, I would um ask yourself like four questions that really helped me for example as well to change my life into this um, healing path or uh, consciousness uh, path so one would be um, what is the thing that you most love to do right in life then there's an answer because then you can um, follow your own beliefs and what makes you happy there's nothing I, I mean, if, if you uh, try to be a lawyer, then you, you would never be fulfilled because there's, that's not, nothing that is compared to what you really love to do, right? So that's one question. So then the other thing is, uh, what are you good at? What are you really good at? Because if, if you follow the, the path of being a lawyer, then well, maybe you're good with uh, communication or with negotiation skills or whatever, but what you are really good at is your most powerful gift, right? So being an artist, maybe if you compare it with the lawyer skills, then you will be like, I can create all this amazing art and I just, um, my, the time just flows when I'm there, you know? So that's a good um answer to to follow your rights so if you're there then check yes. and then and, and, what makes you come alive right what is it that, yes, what, that makes you come alive? what makes you come alive when do you feel that time flows and you're just just letting yourself be mm-hmm. you know that's that's something to guide you because if you are pretending that you are a lawyer well go there try it but then you'll be um tired you'll be uh like confused you know there there's a lot of uh questions that you'll never be fulfilled because you can't be fulfilled when you're not yourself right so then another question is uh uh what what do you think the world needs because i i really believe that we were created with a unique gift with a talent because the universe is amazingly perfect in its divine orchestra, right? So you have a gift that answers to a need in the whole creation. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, ignore that, then there's something that is going to be like, hey, hey, uh, listen to me. I'm here until you hear it, right? So you can follow the path of being a lawyer, but but then you'll like uh, feel like a little, um, I don't know, a little knocking on your door. You knocking on your door. Continue talking. Right? Continue talking. Yeah. Keep pretending. Talking? Keep pretending. And then you you'll go back and say, okay, here, okay, this is me, you know. But there's a, there's an uh, uh, there's a relation between what you you think the world needs mm-hmm. and what you can give. Because then there's a, a correlation between your contribution to the world and then there's an answer of why am I alive? Why did I keep here? Then there's a purpose that you can um, like uh, guide your life into, you know? So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, that would be three questions that I would um, tell them to to ask themselves right and then um from there i would say just try you know why have we been programmed that there are some things that we can't do or that there are dreams that are really big 
to to manifest that's i, I mean that's nonsense um why is is it different in in the success level to be a lawyer versus an artist why who said that if you're really good at it if you if you expand and let yourself uh surrender to what you really came to be then you'll be an the most amazing artist you know so there's no comparison there's just uh the program that we uh create over what is better or worse mm -hmm. who said what's better or worse society or books or whatever in the past um thoughts we 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 were um educated with you know but everything and every type of work has its own meaning and its own uniqueness and its own greatness i would say right and if you allow yourself to be great to be a genius in whatever your soul and uh, heart is calling you to be because that's yourself guiding you to uh, uh, to emanate your energy to the world and manifest what you really are then that's greatness to me and there's no and the lawyer is, is the uh there are of course i, I don't want uh lawyers if they there's some lawyers that here listen to this that they feel oh no my 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 work is not um great no yes it is you know if you're if your heart told you that you can be the best lawyer and there there was the the need that you wanted to contribute to the world to that's perfect you can be the best lawyer and that's your path you know but just be make sure that it's your own calling and that you're answering to yourself and not because my parents or my background told me to totally i also think it's important to like many people ask like how do i know if i'm aligned with my passion and i think that if you're questioning it it's because maybe you're not completely aligned because when you are you know right exactly yes better know that sure and sometimes it might take some time to get there because you know also life is not kind of like in a straight line right now and at the end it's about kind of like connecting the dots and everything that you start doing in your career or where you are or with your family or you know with your um with your partner i think that it also kind of like ends up connecting and there's specific people or specific jobs specific you know parts of your life that you need to live so that can take you to not to like totally to your passion and sometimes you can be like I know that right now what I'm doing or with the person that I'm with for example now I know that it's not kind of like aligned with my passion but I know that it's a specific step and an important step to take me there so kind of like how what can you tell about having that patience because sometimes we want you know things everything <laughs> I know that's really important and that's funny too. Yeah, uh, sometimes we just need, want things to uh, come and manifest right now, right here, and with no uh, growth, right? But at, at the same time, I would say uh, for me, the vision that life is beautiful and so perfectly aligned is, is really helpful, okay? If we understand that our past is uh, helping us to evolve, to transform ourselves, to learn. We, we then uh, look back and realize that every step that we took, that every person that we've met, that every work that we've uh, worked on uh, is contributing to rediscover myself to remember who I really am mm -hmm. and to get me to where I will be the most uh, amazingly perfect version of myself mm -hmm. then I I just uh, thank every instant every obstacle every challenge every uh, fall that I took obviously I I thank the good things as well but then i just keep uh i would say that just keep um thinking about how this contributed to me how what did i learn from this person or, or from this work uh, and keep uh asking if i learned this now who am i now you know what do i remember for me for me 
and and then it's just like uh we always say it's like an life is like an onion you know you keep uh taking out bales and different um parts of you that actually are like um i would say like covers yeah like layers layers exactly like layers that it's not you, you know, it's tax program, whatever, <clears throat> but then you keep going. Imagine uh, that you're walking a path that is life and then you keep going and then, okay, this is not me. Oh, I remember this. Okay. I learned this from this person. Oh, I, I learned this from this work. And then you keep going back to you. That's the purest essence, you know, that's the, that's the you that is not uh, overwhelmed or that's the you that is just love. Yeah. And that is just, um, you, yeah. So uh, I think that's, that's, uh, a good way to see it. Just, uh, my past country, my, my past contributes to my future. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, I give it, I give it, uh, like a reason to be. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm one thing that I would say, uh, don't fall into drama as well. Yeah. Because sometimes it's, I, I hate this that happened and I really hated this work. How could I be there like 10 years? You know, it's just don't, don't be there. Don't that don't act like a victim. Just thank it. Give it a, like a, a blessing and a reason to be. Mm-hmm. And then just transcend and go back to your path and keep walking too who you really are of course connected with yourself no? and what what for example tips can you give or what tips do you use for example in your practice for people to connect to their essence what have you seen that it's that are kind of like the most um efficient well i always say remember what you really love to do as a kid mm-hmm. uh, and and do that you know so uh sometimes it helps that you ask your mother or your father or your brothers and sisters, if you uh, are a little one, because sometimes we just forget. So, Hey, what do you remember? I did when I was a kid. And uh, maybe they say just, ah, you kept talking about this or you kept uh, playing with um, football or you loved nature. So then when you have the answer, go back and do it again, yeah. play. Uh, keep the magic alive because mm-hmm. there's where your uh the, your purest version is you know mm-hmm. and kids are just amazingly uh powerful and magical to me and if we remember it when we were that person mm-hmm. then it's just like it's just like a click you know that it's like ding, and then something something inside you turns on and then the magic starts to happen. That was, I would say that's a, a, a magical tip. And it's, it's so easy. <laughs> to implement, of course. And something that, you know, we like to do here in Luan is to, you know, to kind of like change the, the interpretation, right? That we are doing with emotions. Because, you know, sometimes we know that, that we tend to classify, you know, negative emotions and, you know, positive emotions. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're just, you know, emotions, either they feel comfortable or uncomfortable, they're not good or bad emotions. But I think that emotions work extremely well as being a compass and being a compass for us as guidings, as, you know, kind of like these, um, yeah, kind of like angel guides, you know, communicating Mm -hmm. with you and telling you what not to do, what to do more of, and kind of like, you know, arising for you to learn either a teaching lesson, right? So emotions are there to, to show us what are the, what are our passions? What are the things that we love? What are the mm-hmm. things we want to stay away from? What are the things that are bothering us? And emotions are there to like question you like, oh my God, I'm feeling anger for this person. I'm feeling, you know, sadness about this situation. Why is it? What do I need to go in and like work on, right? So what can you tell us of the work that you've done with all the people that have worked around the world about using, you know, emotions as your, as your compass, as your guides, yeah, that's a really good question. I always say that uh, to stop and to listen to your emotions. There, and forget about classifying what's a good emotion or what's a bad emotion, negative or positive. It's just an emotion. And if we 
listen to them and give them a voice, mm-hmm. then we understand why it's there, right? Emotions, as you said, are a compass, a guide um, to us to, to know how our energy and soul is, uh, is doing, right? So um, whenever I, I feel something, either it's courage or either it's weakness or fear or love, it's there because of a reason. Mm-hmm. So if I uh, reject, for example, the negative emotions, uh, like the, the ones that mm-hmm. we're programmed to think they're bad, mm-hmm. it won't go out, right? Yeah. It's Again, it's, it will be knocking on your door inside of you and it won't uh, stop until you listen and give them a voice, okay? So every time you feel something, without attack or a judge Mm -hmm. listen to it Mm -hmm. let your body feel it because your body is like our antenna as well and it's like our messenger it's our temple Mm -hmm. and if if we allow to feel whatever we're feeling then uh we we can close our eyes we can meditate you can do journaling whatever it works for you because there are a lot of tools but you uh, give them a voice and then you allow them to be a voice within you to say, okay, why did this uh, came? Why am I feeling this? Is this love? Is this peace? Is this this fear? Okay. I listen to them and then I act after it. Right. So uh, sometimes if it's fear, then you can, you either um, have to, things to do you you paralyze and you keep uh like uh with that fear or you transcend it and you say okay what's the opposite of fear it's courage it's uh it's wisdom is uh my will i will do this maybe with fear but i'll do it right and then i i transcend that fear and then i won't have that fear anymore but i understood it right i gave it a voice Mm -hmm. and then again if it's love why am i feeling it Mm -hmm. what is this person uh making me feel Mm -hmm. you know if it's uh love well am i falling in love or you know it's Mm -hmm. fine and then you give it a voice hey i like you i love you who told who taught us that uh we couldn't say i love you to someone you know that's another thing sometimes uh we're just programmed to don't say i love you to anyone until you're sure to uh, express what you feel what i learned something really powerful from a teacher once that he said never uh, limit the power of your love because of someone uh confusing themselves so or of why are you expressing your love you know never limit limit the power of your love and it's so important you know because maybe uh uh you loving the other is loving yourself and it's loving the whole world so it's just uh with either it's a or b you know there's a reason you're feeling it so express whatever you're feeling And love does not run away, you know, in the sense of like love multiplies itself, right? Mm -hmm. That that happens a lot. Like with families that not recently have kids, you know, like when the second baby comes, the first kid, no, your your first child is kind of like, no, there's not going to be enough love for me because there's, I, I, I now need to share the love of my mother. Kind of like if it was contained in a vessel and it was like, this is all the love of a mother has, right? So if there's, <laughs> two, if there's three or there's four, then it gets, it needs to get, be divided in two, three or four people, right? Yes. And it doesn't work that way because love is completely endless. It exactly. It's just expands and expands or if you have you know one kid two kids if you love your work if you love your partner if you love your nature if you love yourself right eventually it's an emotion that it multiplies that it expands that is completely mm-hmm. it has this ability to transform space and time right yeah. because yes. when we die right 
as we all know, and you know, these kind of like mystic experiences of people that are that have kind of like been dead and come back, no, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> after death experience, yes, yeah, kind of like these near death experiences. Most of them they report that they felt this kind of like endless and unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so beautiful to to remember because. I, I think love is behind the essence of everything. And if we remember it, that love is all there is mm-hmm. and there's nothing else that is not love, then why should we judge a feeling of fear or like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just uh, love. Why am I judging a person that is, uh, I, I think it's my enemy, for example. no. That, that, that person is love as well, mm-hmm. you know? So if we change our perspective and we elevate um, everyone to see every person as love and as a creation of the same essence as me, then I can uh, express myself in a huge different way. And I raise my consciousness and I raise, again, the consciousness of everyone. Mm-hmm. And I what I... I also wanted to say, as you were talking, is that um, there's a need to express all our emotions, right? So uh, don't uh, hesitate on expressing that fear or hate or negative emotions as well, as I said, because just negative as we are programmed to to think about them because they're not. Mm -hmm. Because if we express them, and we give them a voice, then who knows that tomorrow, uh, if I share that feeling, that helped another one to say, hey, I felt that way too. Oh, okay, that there's a reason. I, I empathize with your feeling, and then there's a reason to feel that. We couldn't feel love if we didn't felt fear. We couldn't see light if there's no darkness, right? So everything is complementary here in the world, in the universe, in life. So just see through the eyes of neutrality and express whatever you are feeling. And then you'll create a most beautiful, um, like I know, uh, arts or whatever you, your creations are because all of us are creators. But within all these uh, concept of uh, being the one energy expressing itself by different kinds of uh, expressions that are not bad or good. They are, they just are, and they have a reason to be there. And we're all emotional beings, right? We all have emotions. Uh, A few years ago, before the pandemic started, we did this work in jails, right? We went, you know, to do some, you know, emotional work with the women that were in jails, no? And it was quite interesting because the facilitators, right, us and the mm-hmm. women who were in jail, we started doing this emotional work. And at the beginning, it was first about uh, expressing emotions that you had like deep in your core through an exercise. Mm-hmm. And we realized that we had exactly the same emotions, you know? Women that were, you know, from privileged background, that they haven't been, some of them exposed to violence and women that have, you know, been born in really unprivileged situations that they've, you know, grew up with a lot of violence, with a lot of, you know, um, you know, criminals, they have been abused, they have been, you know, like all the, you know, so like, like really, really traumatized, you know, people mm-hmm. and we shared exactly the same emotions of maybe not being, not feeling accepted or maybe, you know, feeling fear and paralyzed by fear or maybe, you know, feeling immense sadness, right? And kind of like this, um, you know, dark, deep emotions. And I want to ask you, like with all the work that you do with your patients and your clients, what are the main emotions that they come into you with? And what emotions do they live after they finish like the work with you or the sessions with you? What would be kind of like the three top most common emotions? The three top, I would say, uh, not being enough. Mm, That's a big one. That's a big one, that they don't deserve to be loved or they don't deserve abundance or they don't deserve and they are not loved. Mm. They are not. Above from fear, above from... Yes, but I, I, the, the deepest thing is it, it's a lack of love mm-hmm. and it comes from self-love, but it comes as well. Of, uh, I haven't 
uh, felt loved by my mom or like um, uh, where you feel abandoned by your father, for example, if you didn't have uh, him as a present uh, father, you know? So, or if your mom left because whatever, or if someone died when you were little, there are a lot of wounds that uh, are created from our, from our, I would say seven years, first seven years in life. Mm-hmm. But the most uh, important are those three. Well, there are a lot, but um, I would say the top three would be them because uh, we just don't understand who we really are mm-hmm. and what we really are capable of and the powerful, the limitless power that we do have. Mm-hmm. So we start growing and living a life where I see a lack of love in my family, or if I see that my, the example of my mother that doesn't feel that she deserves whatever. So I learned that as a little kid. So I think that's the normal Mm -hmm. and I grow up with those things and all these programs. And then guess what? You are 40 years old and you keep with all those programs uh, inside of you. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you realize that you are worthy of everything, that you are enough as you are, that you don't have to pretend to be someone else or, or that you don't need to have X or Y to be enough mm-hmm. and that you are the purest form of love, but you, you, you just don't understand it. When, when they come to uh, my therapist or whatever therapy you, you go to and you embody this feeling and you literally let uh, this um, energy, I would say, to come back to you and remember your essence, mm-hmm. then there's like a, a big, huge aha moment where, oh, fuck, I live with... Oh, all of this all my life but yes i'm love and yes i'm enough not because i have extra y or because i have money or because i'm the director or ceo of whatever mm-hmm. just because you are and maybe you had to uh live with fears or with someone that abandoned you or that you thought you were abandoned by or that you felt alone to remember that you are love and that you can give love because that's your pure essence. But it's just not something that you understand with your mind, but it's something that you have to embrace with your whole being. Yeah. You need to change that memory in every cell of your body. Exactly. In your body, in your emotions and let your spirit get in. And then it's just like, ah, yes. And then it's just a sudden change. That is just like a, it's it's because you're you're not learning something new. You're remembering the essence of who you really are. Yeah. You know, so it's it's amazing to me. Uh, and as you said, uh, we sometimes think that oh yeah, the people in jail or the the people that don't have enough money uh, have different emotions as myself. No, we all share the same programs and the collective we're we're more uh united that we think of sometimes Definitely. and there is it. kind of like if there would be kind of like a glitch in the matrix right because we know we're kind of like limitless beings right that we have the ability to create reality either our reality mm-hmm. that we want or the planet that we want right and at the same time we live with that kind of like full expansion and full you know power of being limitless and at the same time one of the most common pains that we have is not feeling worthy not even yeah. worthy of being limitless worthy of you know maybe not having a partner maybe worthy of <laughs> having the, the job that we want worthy of not mm-hmm. having worthy of whatever we want to put in but it's kind of like completely contradictive completely, <laughs> completely. Yes. But we remember, so just ask why, who said that, you know, where did I learn this? It's crap. What? And, and just play, I would say just play and try to think 
of the other side as a possibility because there are a lot of possibilities in the universe, you know? So remember that where, where you give your, your, where your attention goes, the energy grows, right? So if you keep your mind focused on I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. Well, stay there, but just play for a second and try to, uh, embrace, uh, the worthiness. What would it take if I'm worthy of this? And how can I be worth it, worth of having whatever, you know? And then you keep asking questions and you let new possibilities in. You don't need to answer. You just open questions to the universe and the possibility. And you take out your attention from this other um, self-talk or, you know, like all these programs, limiting programs that we have created. And you know, it's part of the evolution as well. We, we all have been there and we are sometimes back there and it's normal. The trick is and the key is to transcend them and to be conscious and aware of wherever, whenever I'm feeling this, go back to what I really want to feel, right? And you have that uh, ability. Totally. And I've seen your work, right? I've been, you know, through these, you know, sessions with you and I wanted to ask you if you feel comfortable. Yeah. Having a few minutes here with the people who are listening to us and guide kind of like a special message or, you know, some, a short, short, you know, three minutes, four minute meditation about um, kind of like changing this feeling of not feeling worthy to becoming completely worthy. Yeah, of course. Perfect. I love that. Um, okay. So if everyone listening can close their eyes, please, and put your body in a comfortable position. Mm. Take your shoulders back so your heart is open. And inspire, breathe in. And exhale, breathe out. Once again, breathe in. Breathe out. And the third time, breathe in. Relax your whole body and breathe out. And then I want you to visualize a golden light within your heart. And imagine this light pumping and beating with the rhythm of your heart. And every time your heart beats, this light is shared through all your veins, through your blood, and it goes to all your cells and to all the different parts of your body. And then you realize that your whole body is filled with sparkles of light, of this golden light. And then I want you to expand all this light and imagine there are stars exploding and expanding from yourself, from your heart to all the space that holds you. Feel your room or wherever you are with all the star, stars coming out of your heart. And imagine that you listen to the heart, to the song of your heart to the song of your own essence. Imagine that you remember who you really are. And as if the universe is singing through your heart, then you connect all these stars with a purpose. You connect all these stars that surround you with your past and with your future, you connect all these stars with your present being. You allow all these stars that come out from your heart to illuminate everything that you've been through in your past, all the moments that have been difficult to you, all the emotions that you rejected, all the confusion, doubt, you just let them shine. 
because there's a reason behind them. Because everything that you've been through is love in disguise. Because every person that you've encountered in your path is love in disguise. And then from there, I want you to remember all the love that you can feel right now inside of your heart. Remember the most lovable experiences that you've had. Remember the most beautiful people that you've been with in your life. Put inside of you the people that you love, your parents, your son, your daughter, your grandparents, and yourself. And from there, just ask yourself a question. If I'm loved, why wouldn't I be worth of having love or experiencing love. If love is all there is, I allow myself to be who I came to be. I understand that everything I've been through has been love teaching me something and helping me grow. And I embrace the love that I am to understand that I am enough, I am worth, and I am. And I put my hands over my heart physically I put both my hands over my heart and I let all these intentions integrate within me. Feeling my own hands taking care and containing my heart and letting all this light shine. <clears throat> right now inside of me and I put a smile in my face and I repeat in silence I am loved I am worthy I am enough I am loved I am worthy I am enough I am loved I am worthy and I am enough And I inhale, inspire, and exhale, liberating, taking down my hands, and I start coming back here and now to feel my body. I stretch my body. I do thoughtful movements with my head, with my shoulders, and whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes and come back to this moment here and now. Beautiful. Mm. Kind of like a new format. <laughs> yes. But the idea was not to only talk about, you know, the, um, the theory, but also kind of like experiencing it with the practice. And I yeah, think of course. That's, that's really important because uh, there's nothing that could uh, help if you just have it here, then you have to uh, practice it and uh, walk your talk, right? <laughs> not only in the mind, it's in every cell of your body right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Thank you for guiding us through this self-love and self-worth um, exercise and meditation. It was really profound. And um, thanks so much for sharing your magic. And before we close, I want to ask you a few questions. The idea is mm -hmm. we answer in a, in a short one word or a short answer. Anything okay. that you, that's perfect. Okay. What is art for you? Art is 
uh, a creation of love. Your favorite author? Oh, that's a good one. Um, God. Nice. An advice that changed your life? You are everything that is, and there's nothing else that it is not. The best quality in humans? Love. A book that you recommend? The Surrender Experiment. What feeds your soul? I would say love, but uh, not again. I would say laugh. Laughter. Mm. Laughter, yeah. Like, yeah, enjoy everything and laugh, yeah. Mm. Happiness. The most pressing issue for humanity? The illusion of separation. Mm. If humans can agree on this, you will be very happy. We are one. What would you like to scream to the whole world? Mm. Yeah, we're, let's be love. We're one. Mm -hmm. And the last one, what is it that you have lived and that could no one could miss experiencing it? Uh, well, my last trip, last trips to Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, uh, we were like in the last one, like almost 12,000 people, uh, with the same intention together to with uh with the same intention of bringing back uh the love and consciousness to the whole planet and the whole humanity to remember who we really are together so in a nutshell right because there was a lot of things happening but that to me is wow there's a lot of people around the world with the same intention we really uh, are uh vibrating in higher frequencies and that to me is the best uh, feeling totally. and that gives me a lot of hope mm -hmm. we're all we're craving for a better world yes and, and we, we can actually have do it, it. Uh -huh. have it yeah yeah totally 100 <laughs> well thank you so much Liz. it was wonderful uh, thank you marianne thank you everyone Magic, your talents your meditation it was wonderful and thanks so much for your time I uh, know, of course. Thank you. And um, have a, a wonderful day, week. And let me know if you need, have any questions after this. I'm happy to help. Want to keep the conversation going? Luan, the world's first emotional museum, designed a global online experience to inspire and explore. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Telegram, and visit our site at luanmuseum.com to engage creatively.